morning, good evening, and good afternoon. I hope you guys have been having a wonderful week. I know I am. And the best part of this week is that I finally have an excuse to drink hot chocolate. That is right. With all this snow we're getting, I have an excuse to drink hot chocolate, build a snowman, get into a snowball fight, and have all the winter wonderland fun I should have been having last month. But anyway, you're here for all the nerd news and all the nerd stuff, so let's go ahead and jump right into this week's episode. Now, in today's episode, we are going to be talking about a sensitive topic when it comes to nerd fandom and other movies alike, and that is feminism in movies. Whether it be comic book movies, sci-fi movies, or just action movies in general, and how the route that the industry is taking is bad. Now, first, I want to clear something up because one, I really didn't know how to approach this subject. I know I'm going to receive some hate for my opinion on this subject because it is a very sensitive subject. But honestly, it needs to be talked about it. And before people instantly judge me for having a different viewpoint, Hear my argument out first, and if you decide that it's trash, then I mean, you'll have your opinion, and you can either disagree with me or not. I'm hoping you'll agree, but then again, I've seen interesting things happen. First, I want to talk about how having females as the lead characters in a movie or TV show is not bad. I want to address this first because that's the first thing people are going to think of. I love the Resident Evil films, Terminator, Underworld, Alien, Scream films, and I really didn't care that the leads were female. It was really refreshing to see someone else besides a guy be the lead and actually have it believable to a point, but it was actually nice seeing the women actually be the lead and the hero of the story. Now, I will say this, when it comes to those movies, they really didn't need to point out at all that the lead was female. And what I mean by that is that when they were advertising the movie, they never said, oh, look, it's a female this, it's a female not. No, they just showed you a really cool trailer and a very interesting story and it got everybody hooked. And that's the problem with what's been happening lately with female-led movies. A lot of times, they're not focusing on the movie itself, on the story. They're just focusing on, and hey, it's a female lead. Look how they're stunning. Look how they're brave. And that really, really takes away on how to actually make a good movie. Now, I will say this. My favorite comic book movie uh, characters, TV show characters, a lot of them are female. I like She-Hulk. I will say this, comic book She-Hulk, not the TV show. Storm, Wonder Woman, Zatanna, Ahsoka, Ventress, Bo-Katan, Raven, Hera Syndulla, Captain Janeway, Emma Frost, Black Cat, Black Canary, Sue Storm, Domino, Spider-Gwen, and those are just to name a few characters. And you know what? I like these characters, and I like how they become popular in their own right. And it's not just because they're female, because they had a good story to tell, and they were interesting characters. And when we look at characters in comics and compare them to other medias they inhabit, we can sometimes see a weird thin line that a lot of people in Hollywood have created just so that they can have have a female character and they can play it with like you know play it with the big boys when they don't need to play that angle 
And this actually brings me to my other point, which is making female characters female just to check off the list, especially if there was no plan to do anything with them. The most famous example of this in recent years has to be Rey from the newest Star Wars trilogy films. Rey was one of the many, and I mean many problems in the newest trilogy we got from Lucasfilms. Trust me when I say there was many problems in the trilogy besides Rey, but honestly, one of the biggest things was her characterization. There was honestly nothing really special about her during the entire movie trilogy, and it didn't help that they didn't know what they were doing when making the trilogy in the first place. First, there was the mystery with who Rey's parents were, and then she became a descendant of Palpatine, and then of course in Ryan Johnson's film, her parents were nothing special. It was an absolute mess. And trust me, I know a lot of you guys were gonna say, what about Finn? And, I'm, and I agree with you. Finn was such a, had potential to be such a great character, and they fumbled the ball badly with that one. But for right now, let's focus on Rey. The only thing I remember from when they were advertising the Star Wars movies and everything was that they kept pushing that Rey was a strong female and that the Force was female. They talked about how she was the best female character in Star Wars when that is basically the only thing she had going for her, that she was a lead female character in Star Wars. Is she the best? No, in my opinion, Ahsoka is the best, but I know a lot of people will argue uh, Bo-Katan or Padme or Princess Leia, all good choices, but personally, I'm an Ahsoka fan. But here's another fact that really didn't help with the whole Rey thing, is that it didn't seem like she worked for a lot of her accomplishments, and that didn't help either. I mean, look at the first Star Wars film, uh, Force Awakens, when she was able to be Kylo Ren, who had been trained for years in lightsaber combat and the Force by Luke Skywalker, and in the first movie, she's able to go toe-to-toe with him? And look at the second movie. The second movie takes place not even months. It takes place days, maybe hours, after the first movie, and she was still able to somewhat go toe-to-toe with him. It's like, oh yeah, now I'm able to do this, this, and this. And I'm like, how? That was the that was the most frustrating thing. It became to a point where she became a Mary Sue and was able to do all these things. When it came to the original trilogy with Luke Skywalker, there was time between movies. So he was able to train. They were able to use the excuse, oh, it's been a couple years since this event. He has been training with this. He's been training with that. So whenever he came up with a new ability that people hadn't seen yet, it was because, okay, there's some time between the movies. Maybe he was doing some special training. Not in the freaking movie where she's instantly able to do all this cool stuff. And even after somewhat training with Luke Skywalker, who barely trained her, and for what, a day? An hour? And she was able to like lift stuff and we go into the third movie where she's able just to instantly beat Kylo Ren. Again, made her do a bunch of crazy stuff and it felt like it was just given to her. And the sad part is they could have made her a good character if they didn't focus on making sure that the character was female and that she always won. If you look at the other female characters in Star Wars, a lot of times they were part of the story and had character development. Like Bo-Katan, Ahsoka, Ventress, even the Night Sisters were amazing. Not because they were female, 
Although that was very interesting when it came to the Night Sisters being a world with only female witches and their history. But that's because their story was interesting, especially what they did with the males. My God, they were actually pretty dark. But again, they revolved a cool story around the character. And even if they didn't reveal everything, there was enough of a mystery for people to want more. And they didn't win all the time. Another female who basically's only accomplishment was being female in the new trilogy was Captain Phasma. Oh my God. How disappointing that character was, especially since she was talked about so much about being this strong, menacing character and did nothing throughout the entire trilogy or two movies she was in to earn that title. I mean, the only dude who got popular in the first one was Traitor. I still remember the memes and everything that came after that. And you know what's the worst part of that? You know what is the one that really kills me? They got the actress who played Brienne of Tarth from Game of Thrones to play that role and did nothing with it. Brienne of Tarth was one of my favorite characters in Game of Thrones and they wasted her. Oh my god, they should have at least have her in a lightsaber fight or something. Something where she's going head to head with Rey or somebody where she's showing that she's a menace to be dealt with, that they needed to take her out. That didn't happen. And she just got a terrible, nonchalant death that obviously was the most forgettable thing about her. Which again, brings up my point about just checking the box about making sure they had a female character. Again, God, it just it frustrates me that she didn't get a chance to shine and was killed off so quickly. <sighs> All to check out a box. It's incredible. I mean, look at the comparison to other female characters in other media. Look at Star Trek. Look how they made Captain Janeway, who was a character in Star Trek Voyager. She was very significant to the whole Star Trek universe because Voyager was the first show where the female would be the lead captain. In any type of Star Trek show you've watched before, I believe Deep Space Nine was around. Of course, you had The Next Generation, the original trilogy, and all that stuff. All the main characters, the captain-wise, were always male. There was never a female captain, so this was the first time they were going to have a female lead. And they killed it! Captain Janeway was amazing. She was interesting. She had her demons. She was more than what she seemed. She was no one to be messed with, especially after season after season of watching her grow. They fleshed out her character and she didn't become popular just because she was female, but because she was a good person that had to do terrible things and did so because that's what her role called for. And not to mention she became one one of the top rated characters in all of Star Trek for very good reasons and had better characterization than what any of the new trilogy Star Wars films did to Rey, Captain Phasma, or any other female character. And if someone wants to state, well, Johnny, that's a show. 
they had many seasons to flesh out her character compared to three movies in Star Wars, I would like to put your attention to the Terminator films, at least the first two. They were able to flesh out Sarah Connor so much, making her from a scared person to a menace in the second one, to someone who was ready for war. So trust me, Character development can happen between two movies to make them a lot better and make someone memorable. They were just lazy and didn't want to do it when it came to Star Wars. So trust me, fleshing out a character can be done, especially when making multiple movies by then. Now, since we're done with checking the boxes, the next topic I want to talk about is gender-swapped characters. Now, I get that this has been a hot topic of late, especially when it comes to adapting comic book characters from, of course, the comics to other media and there is usually a good way to do this and a bad way for example a good way for a gender swapped character to be able to flourish if there was a reason for the gender swap and that makes sense to uh, the storytelling and it's vital for example the boys did this perfectly with stormfront in the comics stormfront was a guy but in the show they basically changed it and made it fit perfectly into the story about especially when they talked about the origins of Vought and how she was the first person to get compact V and became immortal became someone who was there since the beginning it was amazing the character was terrible and I mean that as she was like she did terrible things I love that character. I, I almost hated her as much as I did Homelander, but she made the story interesting and made it have a point. Another good thing that they did better than Marvel was when all the females teamed up to attack her. I love that because it made sense like, hey, all the females attacking her are super powered. None of the guys are. So it felt more natural for all of them to attack than that whole endgame scene where all the females team up. I get it. It looked cool, but when it comes to making sense, it was definitely fan service. Now, that was a good way to do a gender swap. A bad way to do a gender swap would easily be Taskmaster in the MCU film Black Widow. There was no reason for them to make Taskmaster into a woman. It didn't add to the story that much. And when it was finally revealed, it just felt like it was a cheap gimmick. It wasn't good at all. It felt like they made Taskmaster into a woman just because. And here's the thing. Taskmaster is a popular comic book character that has appeared in games, TV shows, board games. It's not like this guy is unknown. So unlike Stormfront, he was well known and more versed with a lot of the fans. And recently, the Marvels did a gender swap with a villain called Dar Ben, who was originally in the comics, a guy. But you know what's the difference between Taskmaster and Dar Ben? This villain wasn't really well known and had only appeared in the comics for three issues before being killed off back in the 90s. This was a way for Marvel to do a gender swap without much complaint, especially with an unknown character, and had the opportunity to expand and flesh out this character more than the comics ever could. But that didn't happen either. We got one of the most forgettable throwaway villains ever. And it just felt that they wanted the entire cast besides Samuel Jackson and I guess Captain Marvel's husband to be the lead characters. 
I want to say lead characters because I think uh, Miss Marvel's families, especially her dad and brother, would be mostly like side characters. But it felt like that. Oh my God, we have three female leads. We also have a female villain. What can go wrong? And it was so dumb. Again, they had a chance to flesh out this character, make people care for her, not make her, oh, she's just forgettable and we're just trying to get from point A to point B and just check off all the boxes. It just, it was terrible. Like I said, there is a good way to do a gender swap and there's a bad way. And the boys did it perfectly. Marvel and and Star Wars just kept on dropping the ball. And with that being said, we finally come down to the last topic we're going to be talking about, and that is the advertising for a movie. In recent years, many female-led films have tried to use the fact that the lead is a woman as a way to market the movie, and people have responded by saying, we really don't want to watch this movie. And it really shows. Many film actors have tried to guilt their viewers saying that it is their duty to watch a movie. For example, the recent Charlie's Angels movie, which had the director basically telling everyone that because they watch superhero movies with male leads, they needed to balance it out by watching this movie. And as you probably could guess, the movie flopped big time. Ironically enough, she said that Captain Marvel didn't count because it was a superhero movie and was way too similar to the guy movies. In Captain Marvel, they used Brie Larson, who through interviews was not that likable, to describe Captain Marvel as the most powerful hero in the MCU and describe her as independent, uh, an, an independent woman and other stuff. This type of advertising is a huge turnoff with audiences, especially the core audience group for these movies, which I don't know, so happens to be guys. Don't turn off the core audience. You're not helping yourselves. And here's the thing in Star Wars. Again, they kept discussing and describing Rey as a strong Jedi who was better than those before her when she wasn't. And instead of focusing on a good story and narrative, they made sure that she was not outdone by a man. In recent news, the newest director for the upcoming Star Wars film with Rey has stated that she wants to make men feel uncomfortable which is not something you really want to say to a fan base already pushed to the brink because of the other movies and the only thing that pulled them back in were two dudes with a dream seriously i don't get why the director pulled this all-woman power stunt because again i'm not against a woman being a leading person on a star wars film but when you make dumb statements like that People really don't want to watch your movie and it doesn't bode well for the fan base because honestly we're tired of a story not being good in exchange for making the lead look good because she is a woman. Now the director who said this is, and I'm probably going to butcher the name, Charmaine Abade Chinoy. She has directed a lot of feminist documentaries and other films which has won her awards and she also directed the TV show Miss Marvel which in my opinion was wasn't that bad. It wasn't great, but it wasn't bad either. I did like how they included the culture and other stuff in Miss Marvel's world. Not to mention, I think the best part of that entire show was the family. The family dynamic was hilarious. But if they would just focus on the story 
instead of the character, the work would speak for itself. I mean, look at Dave Filoni. He is a man who has created fantastic stories in Star Wars and has done more for female representation than Kathleen Kennedy could ever dream of because he focuses on telling a good story. And if the main character so happens to be female, so what? So what? It's there. She happens to be female. We're telling a good story. It doesn't matter if she's super powerful, dangerous, because that doesn't isn't the point of the entire show or movie or whatever. They're there to focus on the story. And the worst part is when someone speaks out and points to the flaws of these types of movies and their marketing, they're looked upon as anti-feminist, misogynistic, or worse. No one can criticize, and it sucks because maybe, just maybe a little criticism might save a franchise that a lot of us grew up with. And I mean, look at the recent He-Man show on Netflix when Kevin Smith basically did a bait and switch with fans, with killing the character in the first episode and had the series focus on the female lead instead. It made a lot of fans angry and not want to trust Kevin Smith anymore. And you know what happened? They were told, oh, you're just, an you're just anti-feminist, you're misogynistic, you don't want a female being the lead, and it's not not that it's they were promised one thing and then given another i mean shoot i still remember so many people were already talking about like wait why are all the scenes in the trailer with he-man like looking the same it looks like one thing what's going on and then the show hits and people were angry i mean shoot i never seen a fan base turn so badly as they did to kevin smith because he decided to pull this stunt and it wasn't a good one and if the story is good then like i said the work will speak for itself Again, look at Terminator 1 and 2. Mandalorian, which has a bunch of good female characters due to storytelling. The Alien franchise. The most recent Predator movie, Prey. Mad Max Glory Road. Underworld, and so many more. They didn't need to talk about how the females were powerful. They just let the story tell it and made sure everybody was in for a fun and wild ride. And that's basically it. That's all you have to do. If they would just focus on that, we would all be happy. But until then, we will just have to wait and see. Well, that's it for this week's episode. I really hope you guys enjoy. And again, if you don't agree with my opinion, that's fine. Just know that this is just my opinion. And if you want to send me an email, go for it. I'm expecting a bunch of them. If I don't see any emails, I'll be pleasantly surprised. But listen, you guys stay safe, keep warm, and you guys have a blessed one. Goodbye. See you later. Sayonara. And have a good one. Goodbye. Goodbye.